Hi, Editing Taya here. In this episode, we talk about trans rights and violence against trans people, and I have put a trigger warning on this episode. If you hear this sound, just skip ahead 15 seconds if you don't want to hear it, and the part will be over. There will also be timestamps in the description in case you want to skip the entire conversation about transphobia. The rest of the podcast is a lot lighter in tone. We don't go too deep into it, and I would love to explore the topic a little bit more in future episodes with more trans guests, but, uh, you know, it's an important conversation, and so I included it, and if you choose to listen, I hope you enjoy, and if you want to talk about it further, my DMs are open. Welcome to Reverse Cowgirl Podcast. I'm Taya. I'm here with Shiloh, my roommate. We've known each other for... A month. A month. (laughs) Not very long, but we're getting along really well, so this should be fun. My pronouns are she, her. Shiloh? Uh, My pronouns are they, them. I keep talking into the mic like I I keep looking at it. (laughs) This is a three-person conversation. Us and her. My blue Nessie. Yes. We were talking about this last night. You know the the gatekeep girl boss gaslight? We were trying to figure out which one we were most like. And I'm fairly certain that I'm gatekeep. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm not embarrassed about that. I'm a little bit because I'm gatekeepy about bad things sometimes. Like I shouldn't be gatekeepy about, you know, psychology when I have no degree in it. Mm. Or like bisexuality when it's it's a sexuality. Yeah. It adds... (laughs) But some things I am gatekeepy about, and you know what? Sometimes someone has to do it. And it's you. And it's me. And it's you. <laughs> you are gatekeep. Um, I got gaslight. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't classify myself as gaslight, but someone's got to do it, you know? Yeah. And that person is me. I stood up to the plate. Is that, is that how you say it? You walked up to the plate? Mm. Like in baseball? Yeah. Yeah. I used to play softball. Oh my god. Of well, course lesbian you did. moment. <laughs> <laughs> I was straight at the time. Were you? But now looking back, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty gay of me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the closest thing Shiloh's ever done to gaslight is I planted these like new fresh pea pods, these <laughs> seedlings, um, for my summer planting and I have them in the kitchen. And that was like a week ago, maybe. And every single day, I've been checking up on these pea pods, being like, "Okay, sweeties, time for your morning watering." And they're they're moist every single day. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Damn, these these bitches just aren't thirsty, I guess." But it's every single fucking morning. <laughs> and it was only last night that Shyla said that they've been watering them every day before I get up. And honestly, that was very gaslighty of you. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. I've been doing it with every plant. I just check up on them. They're like my babies. And I'm sorry if that's gaslighting you. (laughs) Maybe we need a roommate schedule of who waters the plants every week. I'm joking. I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, that's okay. I, I'm still trying to, you know what? The distance from the kitchen where the water is and my room where Mm. my plants are Mm. is sometimes too much for me. And I 
I'm not watering my plants as much as I should because like I'm in my room, but then I think I'd have to walk to the kitchen yeah, and then come back to water them. Yeah. Guess I won't. No, I feel like my room placement is very ideal. Literally right in the kitchen. Watering the plants. So I just <laughs> take it on. I, I took it on. We're a house of reluctant heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Period. <laughs> <laughs> but... Let's, let's, let's dive in. Okay. <laughs> okay, um, do you want to introduce yourself and your sexuality? Yeah. Um, oh god, how do I, how do I phrase this? I am, uh, labels are hard for me. Um, I think because I'm still in the process of figuring out what fits right for me. Um, but... I am trans. I just recently came out. I've known fully since November, but I didn't come out till like maybe like two months ago. And I am a lesbian, which obviously can get complicated with gender and whatnot. Yeah, I think we should talk about that because I've actually had people ask me, like non-binary people, so they must all be mm. bisexual then. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a it's a complicated one. There's a lot of discourse about it online and I don't know. It's like it just fits for me. Like I don't want to overthink it or think too much into it cuz and I know that like maybe I should be putting more thought into it, but lesbian just fits Knowing that you don't want to put too much thought into it, yeah, definitely let me know if I'm <laughs> pushing the boundaries because that's what I have to do right now. Of course. Um, and just so you know, everything that we're recording, you can tell me to cut anything out. You can tell me to like beep any name mm. out. Um, I will just straight up not post the whole episode if you don't feel comfortable with it. Yeah. Literally everything is up to you for this. Cool. Um, but you're non-binary, but you seem to present more masculine yeah so why would you stick with lesbian i guess Ooh, good question (laughs) (laughs) let's okay okay um yeah that's a really good question i whoa okay i guess for me i love lesbians okay all right (laughs) like i but i'm not sexually attracted to cis men so I feel like within that I know there are a lot of like non-binary lesbians and trans lesbians and I think it's the fact that I am sexually attracted to everyone (laughs) is that bad is that gatekeeping no (laughs) no that's just my sexuality um attracted to everyone but cis men that I feel more comfortable labeling myself as lesbian Oh my god, see, this is weird because in my head I'm like, I'm thinking like classic, like woman on woman relationships, WLW. (laughs) (laughs) But it's so much more complicated than that. Okay, also, I'm mask presenting and I am attracted to mask presenting people. Mm -hmm. But there has to be some softness to it. And I feel like, I guess I relate, which maybe this is problematic, but I relate softness to femininity. And that really like rigid masculine energy is such a turnoff to me. And like, is really, it's too abrupt, too intense. 
and when I think of lesbians, when I think of being a lesbian, I think of softness. I think of gentleness and just like pure intimacy and vulnerable love. Yeah, I think that's why, why it fits for me. It's, it's interesting that I'm attracted to masculine presenting people and I'm masculine myself, but I also need that, that feminine energy, I guess. Interesting. <laughs> I feel like I know you recognize that that like might be problematic, and I think there's definitely ways you can argue that it is. For yeah. example, trans men, are you saying that they're not abrasive like a cis man would be? No, 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 because some are. It just depends on the person. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah individual wise. Yeah, I'm not coming after. Like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> no, 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 I'm glad you. I'm, but, like, yeah. Um, it definitely opens up conversations like that. I think it also touches on the conversation that is kind of popular right now. Are you transphobic if you won't have sex with a trans person or would never be into a trans person? Mm. Because here you are saying you wouldn't want a cis person. Yeah. Are you cisphobic? Like, uh, yeah. and I know, I know yeah, these yeah. aren't like, I get that it's different because cis people aren't like uh, an underrecognized or oppressed group, et cetera, et cetera. But mm -hmm. just for content's worth, let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing to talk about because it does make me uncomfy when I, when I say that, like when I was saying that, like I don't like being with cis people, mm -hmm. it feels icky to me almost because I'm like, it is transphobic if you, you know, you say I won't sleep with trans people. Mm -hmm. Then I'm like, you know, who's the oppressed one here? Not cis people. No one would end up like, oh, you're cis? Get the fuck out of my house yeah. or I'll kill you. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. And it reminds me kind of like gatekeeping almost. I think I have a controversial opinion on this maybe. Okay, okay. But I think there's nothing wrong with not wanting to have sex with anyone. It's your choice. You're attracted to who yeah, you're yeah. attracted to. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how much of that is genetics versus environment, and I'm not yeah. really going to go into that because that's unethical to research even. So we don't have yeah. an answer to that. But I don't think there's anything ethically wrong with saying that you do or don't want to have sex with somebody. That is all up to you. That's a consent thing. Going around mm. being vocal about it and braggy about it feels wrong and rude. Yeah. It, it, exactly what you, you kind of touched on like it's it's it goes back to to trans people being the ones ridiculed for being trans and like transphobia is so ingrained in our society that the lines get iffy when you are blunt and loud about saying you wouldn't sleep with someone who is trans whereas with cis people they can take the heat I think anybody who's a rational, normal, straight person yeah. would be down to have sex with a trans person if they were already invested in this person, right? Like, it's more of a human connection, mm -hmm. and even straight people can recognize that. Yes, we would hope so. That's what I'm saying. Like, anybody who's like, I'm, yeah. I'm a yeah, yeah. super straight, yeah. I would never. Even if it's like, this is just my preference. Like, yeah, you, you obviously have a subconscious bias. And you know what? That's your thing deal with it as long as you're not hurting other people yeah. but once you start bragging about it or trying to like recruit people or form like a social group around it yeah, or yeah, a movement yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. you're being fucking weird the trans people aren't the weird ones here yeah you know exactly no and that's so interesting i think for me too when i was figuring out my sexuality it kind of started with that of being like it's just a connection it's a human human connection like 
throw the gender away. It literally doesn't matter. It's a, it's your soul. And if you connect to that other person. And I remember like, that's why I identified with pansexuality for a while. Cause that's what fit at the beginning. And then obviously has transitioned, but yeah, it's something you have to work on yourself. If we, if we're going to talk about preferences and what's like ethical and healthy there that's a whole different conversation yeah but it's just the being outright weird about it for me yeah and vocal and vocal about it that's when that person individually needs to take a step back and like look they need to go in words themselves and sit with that because there's so much internalized yeah racism yeah figure your biases out yeah and I think that if you are thinking that way, maybe that is something you should sit with. Yeah. And be like, why Why is it that I have that preference? And why is it that I feel like I need to be open and vocalize that preference? I don't know. When you apply that to any other part of your life, like, oh, I wouldn't be friends with a trans person. Like, it's, it's weird all around. And if you have that, even subconsciously, you should be addressing it. But once it starts affecting how you're treating other people Mm -hmm. is when you have to be addressing it. Yeah. That's when I will, like, shame you into addressing (laughs) it. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like everyone can name you a bunch of reasons for their preferences. Yeah. As I could sit here and be like, this is why I won't sleep with cis people. Yeah. But that's just not the point. You need to think bigger picture here. I already mentioned this, but it just goes back to, like, Who's the oppressor and who's the oppressee? And is oppressee a word? I don't know. Oppressed? Who's being oppressed and who is the oppressor? Yeah. Yeah. I have a little, I'll have a little hobby of like finding people who suck on the internet and then engaging in like actual meaningful conversation with them. And it's not even like I'm internet debating them. Yeah. Like I'm like super nice to them. Like I found this one guy on a Billie Eilish post. Oh my God. <laughs> It was just a picture of her and he was like she looks like a whale and I was like hey I looked at your account looks like you're really into weightlifting you look great by the way um I'm just genuinely curious why do you feel like you wanted to make this comment yeah and he was like thanks for being so respectful actually the reason I want to is because in one interview she said you give an ugly guy a chance and he thinks he's like the best man in the world or something like that I don't remember her actual quote yeah but I remember her saying that Um, and I was like, oh yeah, that is like a really hurtful thing to say. Why did you not just comment that? And he was like, well, it's an Instagram comment. I just wanted to say something really quick. Oh my God. And it's like, so there is, there is a fucking deeper, like this man has a point. He was hurt by something this woman said. He was an ugly guy. He felt hurt. I get that there's not a lot of sympathy there for him. Yeah. People aren't just saying offensive shit without some kind of trauma beneath it. And I wish we would just Mm. say the trauma. I wish you would just say what you're trying to say. Okay, I love that about you because I could never. (laughs) I could never. I could never. No, but genuinely I do love that about you because you are willing to have these conversations with people and we need that. Because me, I like, I would see that comment or I see hate speech or something And I'm immediately, I will cut that person off and I will deem them bad and be like, fuck you. Like, I, like, gross, bad, bad human. Yeah. And I think it's really important though that you are having these conversations with these types of people and like being respectful. And I know some people 
could say that's wrong with you and that these people don't deserve respect. And I think it's really, it goes a lot deeper than you realize, I think, actually seeing these people for who they are yeah. and realizing that they do have trauma. We all have trauma. And the people that are coming with all this hate, they're coming from, they're hurting themselves. I, I'm glad that you said that just because it is like an unpopular opinion it is, yeah. to like be nice to people who suck they obviously suck yes that man that was a shitty comment to leave yeah and for what yeah but i also think at some point we have to stop saying these people just suck and we're just gonna leave them go Mm -hmm. because it's having consequences on not only them and they are humans who like deserve good lives and to figure their shit out yeah not only them but all the rest of us, because they will not be treating women right, they will not be treating gay people right, those are the school shooters. Like, I'm talking incels here. Yeah. We need to stop pretending that it's not society's job to work with incels. Like, yeah. they're hurting us, but it, there has to be something that changes because we can't just keep having this, like, dichotomy of Jordan Peterson guys mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and people who hate Jordan Peterson guys. It's like casting them away, but by like demonizing them and like throwing them on the back burner type thing, it's like we're not actually addressing the the issue here. Yeah. And we can't just let them continue to be shitty. Yeah. And I don't, this is, this is probably some hippie, hippie shit. (laughs) No, no. I I don't (laughs) think that a lot of the people that say bad things are evil. And this Mm -hmm. might come from the fact that like I have people in my life that say shitty things and then I talk to them about it and they're like I just express myself poorly you're right this is actually my belief and like there are people that I really care about I know you might hear that and say like get rid of the whole the whole person but I'm talking like my dad you know like it's not people you can get rid of and these are conversations that you have to be having yeah because if not you then who I'm so glad you bring this up because I feel like we have similar fathers fun fact both of our dads are virgos Mm -hmm. so yikes um (laughs) but it's so interesting because my dad i think has some of the same views as yours very conservative and i think i've struggled with this i want to say like almost my whole life because i i understand he's my dad and i i want to love him and i want to see him like as the person he is and that he is hurting And I wish I could have those conversations with him, but I can't because I feel like I get so hurt myself Mm -hmm. and I get so angry. Like there's so much anger there. And this goes along like not even just with my dad, but with people on the internet. Like I can't, I find myself not being able to engage in conversations with these type of people because I get too triggered. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck you. Like, you're a bad person. Like, you're racist. You're a piece of shit. Bye. Mm-hmm. But I think it's one of my biggest life lessons because I want to engage in these conversations because it's my dad, you know? Like, I, I love him and he'll always be my dad. And I think that it goes both ways. When you have these conversations with people like this, it's not just beneficial for them. It's beneficial for you as well. And I think it's also hard for me to, like, coming on this podcast or just talking about my opinions in general because I feel like I am not used to engaging in conversations with people where I have to really vocalize my opinions. Mm -hmm. I just, like, 
I have them, I know that they fit right with me, and then when I like have to like explain them, I get all weird and like if and I don't know what to say, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> And I think that's the case for a lot of people and I don't think like I think that makes sense and I think it's definitely like a defense mechanism too because it takes a lot of energy to put thought into these things. It does. It takes so much energy for you to type out Billie Eilish said this thing and that hurt me. (laughs) That's vulnerability and it's emotional energy that a lot of people don't have or don't have any reason to muster up. Mm -hmm. And like me too sometimes. Sometimes you just have to say like Honestly, fuck you. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. There's like this TikTok I saw recently, and it's like one of the most spiritual things you can do is just telling someone to fuck off. And I I agree with that to a certain point, but I also agree that it's like not even spirituality, but I just think it's so good for like yourself to be able to engage in and these conversations obviously if you can. Like if it were to come to like me and a stranger and I had to engage with someone regarding being trans and if they were like full on transphobic, I wouldn't, I, it's too personal to me that I wouldn't be able to actually engage in that conversation. Yeah. Whereas like if I were to engage in a conversation with someone who's a racist, like that I have to take that on because I am, I'm white. So I have to be the person to have those to be able to engage in those conversations. Whereas like I would hope that like cis people are the ones standing up for you. Yeah. Behind your back. Yeah. 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 For sure. I I definitely agree with that. And that's kind of another point is that I I get for example women who are like fuck all men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that that's from a place of trauma and that's why I'm the one who's saying <laughs> maybe not. Yeah. Because I don't have that trauma and that does make me better. Yeah. than them it's that i'm at a place emotionally and mentally where i can handle that mm-hmm. right now and if we want to even like get deeper into trauma you know what i could even sit here and be like the reason my preference is not cis people is because i have trauma around cis men mm-hmm. like there is so much trauma there and does that maybe correlate to me not wanting to sleep with cis men probably yeah you know you know what I mean like there's all you can always go deeper you can always 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 keep digging and yeah. digging and digging I agree <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like this reminds me of the conversation we had last night at the park where I was like I love everyone but I don't like everyone and it kind of reminds me of what you were just saying about like everyone's hurting and you can see past that and you can like see the bigger picture of like okay, my dad is racist against immigrants. And then you look at the bigger picture and it's like, okay, my dad owns his own business. He is not making money. Like, he, and like, you, like, I'm not saying obviously that that's okay, but you, if you are looking at the bigger picture, you know, you're seeing like, why is that person, why does my dad hate those people? Yeah, and I think the, the key there is that a lot of people think when you're looking at the bigger picture like that and bringing mm-hmm. up, you know, the reasons for a person being the way they are, you're making these excuses for them, like trying to give them sympathy points. Yeah. And for me, at least, the reality there is that I'm seeing this as a psychologist who needs to figure a situation <laughs> out between people. Yeah. And to do that, you need to understand people's motivations. Yeah. It's so hard. It's so hard. 
I think the beautiful thing is that we need both types of people. We need the people that are going to be like, fuck you. You're a shitty human. Yeah. We need those people. We need the, we need the shame. We need We them. need social we, shame. Like, we really, really need them. But we also need the people who aren't going to engage in these conversations. And Yeah. But I like, think we need extremists. We need moderates. Not really apathetic people. I don't think we need you. <laughs> you you, you got to yeah. engage a little bit. Come yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need a stance. We need... We need people who are, like, being active in the community. We need people who are being keyboard warriors. I Like, I think it's an ecosystem that needs to exist. Yeah. It's so hard with all this. Like, for context, I'm a huge people pleaser. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I am always... I also have a Libra Mercury, we'll put that out there. So, like, I am always seeing both sides of everything, and I'm always thinking, like, okay, but what what are people going to say back to this? Or, like, what's the other side? What would the other side think of this opinion? And it's just wild to me. It hits me sometimes that, like, no matter what opinion you have, people are going to think you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Sorry, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> yeah. That's the reality. Yeah. And I think it's possible that you can, like, arrange your life and your social circle so that you never have to face that reality yeah. also. And I think a lot of people do. And I think that's dangerous. I agree. Obviously, again, depending on your trauma. Like, yeah. don't put people in your life that are triggering to you or, like, will harm you physically, mentally, yeah. etc. You know? I feel like I don't have to make that disclaimer, but I want to yeah. because this is on record. <laughs> True. <laughs> I love having conversations with you because you always take it to the next step. And you know you did like and maybe that's like devil's advocate, but like in a good way, you know, you're always like, "Okay, so yeah, I understand this, but what about this?" I really want to be devil's advocate only for the things that actually <laughs> yes, yes. need an ad, you know. Disclaimer. Just, like it's I hate the term devil's advocate because, you know, the devil doesn't need an advocate. He does his own work. Um, facts, but also, (laughs) (laughs) should we do some fun stuff? Do you have anything to say about toxic wine mom culture? Yes. My mother. Is it funny or sad? Let let me, let me think. (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's just weird. Like, I'm just thinking of my mom sitting in the garage, drinking wine with our neighbor and just like. Not talking shit, but gossiping about everyone. Hmm. Like ev- like kids. <laughs> like a fucking five-year-old kid. They'll be like, so-and-so's eight-year-olds. What a piece of shit. No, they don't say that. But you know what I mean? Like, no one's off limits and talk. I think you're just talking about mom culture in general right now. I don't even think this is the wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just bad. I just hate it. I hate it. And then my mom will come to me and be like, did you hear about so-and-so down the street? And I'm like, how do you know this, mom? (laughs) (laughs) Enough. There's something, I don't have that person in my life. So there's something (laughs) so charming about thinking about it. Like I kind of, I think I've romanticized it Mm. a little bit. Not the wine part, but you know, the mom who's in everybody's business almost. Okay, Gemini moon. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You want to be on the end? Like, you want to know? You know what? Gossip was made to stop people who are oppressed from talking about their oppressors. That's all I've got to say. Why do we hate gossipy women? Okay. 
Who told us to hate gossipy women? Yeah. Okay. I mean, some gossip's bad. Don't be a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is it wrong to talk about society and, like, people? Oh, see, this is a good, this is interesting topic. You get social bonding. You get, <sighs> um, you get a better understanding of your society. Okay. This is how you, this is how workers learn each other's wages. Uh, okay. I'm push, <laughs> I'm really, I'm pushing it this uh, one. Okay, okay, I'm spreading okay. it, I'm spreading it a little thin, but... <laughs> I think for me, when I think of gossiping, I think of the energy that's attached to it. Mm. <laughs> it's just not good energy that you're putting out there. And yeah, you are bonding, but are you bonding in a positive way? Are you bonding because you're shit-talking everyone? I mean, sometimes it's okay to shit-talk people, though, so like, I get that's, it. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I think if that's the only way you're bonding with someone, toxic relationship. Maybe yes, talk about okay. yourselves because you're hiding something deep within that you aren't ready to confront. However. Mm, okay. I think it's an individual basis, too. Like, when I gossip with someone who isn't toxic and I know isn't toxic, then I'm like, this is fine. But when someone who is more on the toxic side uh-huh. and you know just gossips about everyone all the time, then when they engage in gossip with me, I'm like, don't speak to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. same, same, same. <laughs> don't, I'm not here for this. Like, I know that this is just not good. Yeah. Also, maybe this is just me being like, because I do this, everyone does this. Yeah. Like that kind of bias. But mm-hmm. I don't say bad things about people I love and like like I'm not shit talking as in I'm like a snake yeah 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 yeah. you know maybe I am gaslight (laughs) because you're like sitting here you're like I only talk good things about people and I'm like maybe I am gaslight what do you mean I do I do gossip sometimes that's not gaslighting but in the sense of like I gossip and then sit here and pretend that I didn't gossip about that person you're gaslighting you're lying to yourself yeah 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 and to them to the people have you should talk to me is that what you're saying no 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 (laughs) (laughs) No, on god on on record right now i have not shit talked you if shiloh has ever shit talked me to you i need you to come forwards (laughs) i have not no no i respect you that's kind of funny though (laughs) but okay have you shit talked me let me think Maybe I've shit talked your Scoby. Okay. Only because I find it weird. <laughs> your Scoby. <laughs> it's not even like I'm not like that is the worst Scoby I've ever seen. For for everybody who's not gay, a Scoby <laughs> is is the thing in kombucha that like makes the kombucha. I guess it's like a living organism, as far as I understand yeah. it, that like metabolizes sugar and then yep. makes the kombucha. And you have to like keep it alive and feed it and wash it off sometimes. And it looks like this really fat gelatinous pancake. Yeah. But it's like fleshy it's fleshy it looks like a big slab of flesh it's disgusting yeah but i did eat some and it wasn't yeah. so bad i was gonna say you're gonna sit here and say <laughs> shit talk my scoby and then last week you're like yo let's take a bite of this <laughs> <laughs> let's try and eat this okay oh my god what? for anyone who's curious it was like lychee texture and um, you drink my kombucha. I did. I just this morning drank your kombucha. And you're going to shit on my scoby. I mean a snake today. <laughs> S- 
Um, That's okay. No, I have shit talk your Scoby, but only exactly what I just <laughs> said into the mic. Okay. Is like, I find it really weird, and sometimes I look at it, and I'm like, I can't believe this fucking thing is in my kitchen. <laughs> I can't believe this thing is in my kitchen, doubling the amount of moths we have in my house. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and sometimes, like that one time I watched you wash it in the sink, I did shit talk you after that. <laughs> I called Max up, and I was like, you will not believe what I just saw. <laughs> What, because I washed it? Yeah, but also we'd only known each other for a week, and oh. you were washing your scoby in my sink. <laughs> That's not gross. I know it's not now, but the visual is really bad. Yeah, and it can get, like, sometimes it, like, looks a little moldy, <laughs> and, like, really gross, and has, like, yeast chunks on it, like, dark brown yeast oh. chunks. But we love her. Mm. We love her because of what she does for us. Does Taya love my scoby? <laughs> <laughs> Rude. <laughs> no, I'm glad we got that out there. I'm glad we cleared the air on that one. Yeah, it had yeah. to come out sometime. But do you feel bad now? Because I never should talk you, or your. I don't feel bad. No. <sighs> of course. <laughs> I'm like vulnerable now. You know, I'm like I didn't just talked a lot about myself. But not even really. I just talked about my opinions, and that's hard for me. That is yourself. It's yeah. part of your identity. Yeah. And it puts your credibility on the line. Yeah. And I just never, like, I am just so concerned all the time about hurting other people. Leo Moon, just saying. I love this um, whole episode. I could, like, <laughs> I could, like, break this episode into chapters titled <laughs> which part of your chart you're talking about at this point. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I'm feeling vulnerable. I'm feeling, um, this was fun. I, I, I wish I didn't have a meeting at five. You literally have a meeting at five? Yeah. I know. I want to keep going. Oh, well, do you want to pause and come back? Yeah, we could. Okay. I was going to go out and what was I going to do? Oh, buy more moth traps. <laughs> <laughs> For my Stupid kombucha. <laughs> I am contributing to the moth infestation in this house. Kathy, our our landlord, uh, if you're listening, no, you're not. <laughs> if you heard that, no, you didn't. You can have some kombucha to make up for it. I feel like Kathy, the landlord, Kathy, the landlord, the, is not the, the type of person <laughs> who wants our kombucha. The landlord. <laughs> I'm gatekeeping this kombucha from the landlords of society. <laughs> they don't get yummy, yummy. <laughs> Ew! Homemade kombucha. Hailey Bieber's yummy? <laughs> Justin Bieber is abusing Hailey Bieber, and we need to talk about it. Are we? Okay. <laughs> so this was part one. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Shiloh will be going to their meeting. and Therapy. We'll... <laughs> I really didn't know it was therapy. <laughs> I have therapy in 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> so we'll come back and I'll be, I'll have talked about me not being able to vocalize opinions on a podcast. Okay, then we can talk about like <laughs> scat play or something. Okay. Okay. Felching. What the fuck is that? <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> in part two. In part two. <laughs>